This is Heart to Heart with Hospice Quinty on 91X. Heart to Heart features important and worthwhile conversations about hospice palliative care and end-of-life issues. Tackling the tough issues with tenderness and the difficult discussions with dignity. Here's Jennifer May Anderson. Today, I'm joined by Sue Clements, who has been a visiting volunteer with Hospice Quinty since 2014. Visiting volunteers provide up to four hours of service each week with families who are facing a terminal illness. These dedicated volunteers have an incredible impact on the lives of the patients they serve and the family and friends of the terminally ill. A visiting hospice volunteer can fill the gap between family members and professional caregivers. They are trained to meet the needs of patients and loved ones visiting on a schedule that is open to change as the needs of the patient and family change. Thank you very much for visiting with us today, Sue. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Could you tell me what prompted you to become a visiting hospice volunteer? I had the pleasure of meeting two women at my curling club, actually, that volunteer as uh, patient volunteers with hospice. And I just loved hearing their stories of sort of life-changing experiences for both them and the patients by going and just having such meaningful afternoons with people that were terminally ill. And being comfortable with that, I thought it was something that I could really be impactful with. Now, I know that uh, all the visiting hospice volunteers go through a very rigorous uh, training program. Could you tell me a little bit about the training you received and what you learned about hospice and, and being a visiting volunteer during that time? We learned one of the most important, valuable lessons that I learned uh, was to just listen to to just be with patients, to not try to fix all their problems, to uh, try to help them talk through it themselves, sometimes just to be a sounding board. We learned, we went to the crematorium and learned about that process. We had um, legal advice about wills and estates that we could um, assist patients with if they needed that. We had physiotherapists at the hospital teach us how to attempt to roll patients or to help them. So each of the 10 weeks was very different, very informative, and, and really made us comfortable and confident to go in and work with patients after that. So you felt really good about going to visit your first patient. How was that first visit? You know what? It was beautiful. I think that the family of my first patient was just so pleased to see us, um, to see me come in, just somebody that could come every week, be consistent, get so familiar with them. Uh, She later described it as just being a breath of fresh air, somebody that could come in that's unrelated to the family, that the patient could be comfortable with. Um, The family could leave knowing that she was home with somebody that cared about her and knew her and was familiar. And uh, it was a really lovely experience. Of course, we got to know each other more as time went on but even at the beginning by just listening and saying you know so tell me about your family what did you do for work Uh, you know tell me about your dog you love your dog and music etc just opened up all sorts of avenues of conversation which were great Sometimes I find that when I'm out in the community talking about Hospice Quinty, people aren't really sure what Hospice Quinty does. And I know that people are often hesitant with the word hospice or the words palliative care because Mm -hmm. people are are frightened of death and end of life and don't want to to talk about it. So when people ask you uh, what you do at Hospice Quinty, how do you explain it to them? 
I explain that I spend a few hours one afternoon every week with a patient who is just another human being that is at the end of their journey. We're all going to have an end of our journey. We're on our way. And being able to be comfortable with that, I find it such a privilege to spend this sacred time with them doing what they want to do or talking about what they want to talk about. And I just commit myself to that three hours and say, I don't care if I paint your nails or look at your photo albums or just sit and listen to the birds or go shopping or anything that you want to do. It just does. My three hours are yours. So we can cook. um, We can read whatever that patient needs at that time is great. And it's a really lovely, I just tell people it's, it's just such a privilege and honor to be able to do something with someone to help them at this time in their life, which is a trying time. I know that uh, a lot of family members of our patients will say that having a visiting volunteer with them during that time has really changed their uh, experience of that end of life journey. Um, And I wonder, perhaps if being a visiting volunteer has changed you in any way. Oh, I think that it has made me um, very grateful and appreciative for my stage in life and our health and and happiness. It also makes us realize that, again, really being aware of the fact that we are all on a journey and that we are all human and this is their dying time. I will have my dying time. And it's um, really wonderful to be able to assist somebody along theirs and to partner with them and join them in that journey. And I hope to have people in my life that do the same with me. I think being comfortable with with the process of death and the process of dying is has come to me with the five years experience. And I'm very comfortable with it. And it just feels natural. And uh, hopefully I can help to enlighten people and help them feel um, more at peace with what what their life is dealing them right now. I know that one of the the big philosophies of hospice care is that we live life until the end. And I I think as soon as sometimes people hear that word hospice, they're like, oh, it's it's the end. But it's not the end. It's it's just giving you time uh, to prepare for the end. Yes. Now, one of the other things about hospice palliative care is it's viewed as a care team, right? The the doctors, the visiting nurses, the the family, all the people who come and, and provide care. And what do you see as your role in that care team when you start volunteering with a family? I think that my role is to just make sure that lines of communication remain open. And again, we learn through our volunteer training when to, if anything serious happens or critical, what to do about that. So once you have that, um, those logistics underway, then I think we're just somebody that's a non-family member that a patient can be very uh, open with and sometimes free to discuss things that they don't feel comfortable talking to the family about that are too personal or um, that the family might get upset about. Uh, So I feel that I can fill that void. Otherwise, I'm just a a safe person and hopefully a fun person that they can do things with um, while their family is not there. Now, I know that you have a busy career and a busy family life. How do you manage fitting in volunteering with that busy personal schedule that you have? I think I really need it to keep my uh, to keep everything nicely balanced. I work seven to one every day, so I have a few hours in the afternoon. And when my children were younger, I volunteered in their schools. And now that they've grown up and almost gone, um, I just felt a need to do something in the community that was really fulfilling and gratifying. And I love spending a few hours once a week, one afternoon. That's all it is, and it's uh, really my privilege. Now, what do you uh, find most rewarding about being a visiting volunteer with Hospice Quinty? 
it's lovely to be able to spend some time comfortably with someone just letting them be and letting them be who they really are. And at the end of their life's journey, there may be some loose ends, some things that need um, tidying up, and maybe they haven't even thought of it, whether it's a letter to a loved one, whether it's saying, oh, you love to hear the birds, let's sit in your backyard and listen to the birds. You want to play crib, we'll play crib. Um, It's just gratifying to be able to be concerned about and have time to take um, time with someone for their welfare and their well-being. It's very gratifying. I know that when I speak to people in the community and, and talk about the the fantastic work that all of our volunteers do, um, they often say, oh, that must take a special kind of person or, oh, that must be really hard work. What do you think about that? Yeah, I hear that comment often myself. I don't, um, I think that it takes a compassionate person, someone that is comfortable with life and death, because um, I know some of my girlfriends that I say, even that too, they'll say, oh, no, I could never do that. I could never do that. And they will get teary eyed just thinking about it. So I think that it takes someone that um, just is very comfortable with that topic and that reality and can be okay with that and therefore discuss it and just be comfortable. I'm with you. What I find really interesting about all of our volunteers who visit with hospice patients is the wide variety of ages and stages and and backgrounds um, that they have. And so we can really find a match for any patient. We can find someone who will be a good match Mm -hmm. to spend some time with them at the the end. So uh, yeah, I don't know that it's a it's a special kind of person, as you say, but someone who has that um, really balanced outlook. Yes. On life. Um, And what do you think about people who say it's hard work? Is it hard work? No, it's not hard work at all. It's, it's really a pleasure. It's, um, it is what you make of it. So I go in ready to spend my three hours doing whatever that patient wants. And it's never laborious. It's always uh, pleasant and, um, and a pleasure to just do whatever they want. It's not hard at all. Do you find that there are challenges in this type of volunteer work? No, no. I, I think initially to be comfortable in silence and to just let let us be was a challenge. But I have learned, again, to do that and to be able to read the people. And you get to know them so much better as you spend time with them. But that um, that was only my ever challenge. And no, that it's not challenging. And what advice would you give to someone who said they were considering becoming a volunteer in this capacity with Hospice Quinty? Things fantastic. If they're inclined to do it at all, then I think that those are uh, there. If they know about it and they've been educated on it, they've got traits that would make them wonderful at it. And I would say, go to the classes and go for it and enjoy it. Now, Sue, I know sometimes when we have um, people who are inquiring about hospice quinine services because a, a loved one of theirs is facing a terminal illness, um, one of the questions they have is about: Will I have the same volunteer, or will they be changing all the time? How does that work? Oh, it's wonderful. They Once we are paired up by somebody at Hospice Quinty, they match us up based on personality traits and things that they know about us and the patient that they've interviewed. Then they match us up and we stay with that patient for the duration. And so it is not changing all the time. It's very consistent. And so you stay with that patient for how long then? Um, we visit them weekly for as long as each visit we sort of determine with that patient. And then I visit them every week until the end of their journey. And I know that... Um Sometimes I would imagine, based on the kind of conversations you have uh, with your patients, that you would become close 
to that person. Mm-hmm. So do you find that um, you go right back into volunteering or do you need to take a break? How, how do you deal with that once once the journey is over for one of your patients? Hospice is really great at um, sort of encouraging us to at least take a few weeks off and maybe even go into the office. They have um, free services to help you, to counsel you if you need that at all after being with the patient. Um, And so um, I I would say that there's usually three or four weeks in between the time that we're matched up with somebody else. And that's a nice, nice break and a nice change, kind of get refocused and, and, you know, end the grieving process for that, close that chapter and get ready to move on to a new, a new patient new experience sometimes when we have volunteers who are considering volunteering they're like oh that that training is too much for me what would what would you say to them or they say I don't think I need to be trained to visit with someone Mm, yes you do (laughs) it's a wonderful very informative I would say that every week is exciting Um, every week is about two to three hours so it's just one evening a week they're always a different topic it's always brought in with um, experts in each field and so a wide variety of fields that I wouldn't have even known were were relevant but uh, but as I say with lawyers and with cemeteries and with physiotherapists and nurses um, it's a very wonderful and even with spirit virtual counselors, etc., um, and grieving um, experts. It's a, a wonderful 10-week course to get you ready to, to go. I think that that's one of the best things about Hospice Quinty is that we do prepare our volunteers because mm-hmm. it's it's quite a, a situation to walk into, a lot of uh, high emotions potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that training is very important. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I would just like to add to that that there's also continuing education through Hospice Quinty, and that is so valuable. Um, Probably twice a year, we have the opportunity to attend seminars and and conferences on different topics, and you can sign up for topics that you're particularly interested in, and it's extremely good uh, education and, and really helpful. Well, thank you so much, Sue. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. I'm glad you've been able to share about your experience volunteering with Hospice Quinty, and as well as give some information for people who might be considering volunteering. So if anyone is interested in more information about Hospice Quinty or volunteering, you can visit our website at hospicequinty.ca. Thank you very much, Sue. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And listening to Heart to Heart with Jennifer May Anderson of Hospice Quinty. Their mission is to change the lives of the terminally ill, their families, and the bereaved for the better by offering support and companionship. Learn more about hospice at hospicequinty.ca and listen for Heart to Heart regularly at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.